You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1306. This goes for all areas of business. Sometimes you're going to have a partner that you're like, hey, what if this and then that, right? Or you're going to have an acquisition specialist who says, hey, what if this or that, right? And so you want to get out all these things out front with a broker. A broker is a partner in your business. And what I mean by that, they may not be like a 50% partner, but you are partnered with them right? You are both exchanging value in a relationship. And so what does that take? You want a high level of trust, which means that you do what you say you're going to do and vice versa when you said you were going to do it. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. This is Todd Toback, and today's show is all about how to deal with your real estate agent if you sell a property to one of your cash buyers and not on the MLS. But before I jump into today's question, actually inspired by a listener, uh, Zach Seiben, by the way, a student of ours. So awesome question. You're going to love today's question. Uh, I want to direct you a couple of places. Number one, if you have not connected with me on Facebook, go ahead and catch, uh, join the Wholesaling Inc. Facebook group. Go to wholesalingincgroup.com, wholesalingincgroup.com and join the group and just add Todd Toback me, say hi. I would love to hook up with you there. All right. So let's go ahead and jump in today's question. Hey, Todd, this is Zach Seibin. I'm a student in your next level selling system. And I know in that system, you recommend listing pretty much all properties on the MLS with a realtor. And so my question is, when you're doing that, when you're listing with a realtor, are you using the the agency agreement, exclusive agency, meaning that if you find a, a cash buyer, you end up selling it to one of your cash buyers, you don't owe the realtor commissions because in a normal uh, agreement with the realtor, they usually use an exclusive right to sell, meaning that regardless of where the buyer comes from, even if you end up selling it to one of your cash buyers, you would owe them commission on the home. So I was just curious how you set that up and you know if that ends up affecting your relationship with the real estate agent, if they list it on the MLS and then you end up selling it to one of your cash buyers and they get nothing. So just want to know how to handle that. Thanks. All right, Zach, I'm going to answer your question here in a minute. But a couple of things, if you don't know what Zach just asked, don't worry, I'm going to explain that here in a second. But if you have a question, call 619-494-1691, one. Okay, by the way, that is a 24-hour recorded message. No one will answer. Uh, if, if we can use your question, we'll play it on the podcast. So thank you, Zach, for sending that in. But what really what Zach is asking is, Todd, what if I list a property on the multiple listing service with my broker to sell it, and I want to selling it to my own cash buyers, basically without the assistance of my agent? Do I still have to pay my agent? So let me take us back a step further. Why would you list a property on the multiple listing service? Well, the multiple listing service is actually the largest cash buyer database in the world. There you will have uh, all the realtors and all the buyers who are looking for properties all day long. It's it's the norm, right? That's where people expect to look for properties. And so if you're not marketing a property on the multiple listing service, you're doing yourself a big disservice, okay? So I recommend 
Doing that, I recommend having a good broker on your team who can list your properties. Obviously, you want to have the right language in your purchase agreement that says you have the right to list on the MLS before you purchase. Okay, and I'm going to market that thing through my real estate agent. And there you're going to get a a large database of buyers who you probably don't have on your cash buyer list. So I always recommend that because your broker can do a lot of good work for you. I also recommend in certain circumstances, this is how we used to have business, having your own cash buyer list. There are times where a seller will not let you have, let you put the property on the MLS, right? Maybe they'll see it in the agreement and they'll say, I don't want that, right? Maybe that you can't get access, but you have a really, really, really good price right? You want a good cash buyers list and you want to be billing that. You want to know the players in your area. And I've done other podcasts on how to find that. But typically, 95% of the time, you want to list your property on the MLS. So Zach is saying, hey, Todd, what if I, you know, I find a cash buyer for my place, but it's listed on the MLS and my offer is higher. So sometimes you may have a cash buyer who's going to give you an offer for a property and that offer may be actually higher net to you because you're not going to have to pay real estate commissions than the one the real estate agent is going to bring you. Okay. That is not common. It could happen, right? If it is happening, you probably don't have a very good real estate broker. (laughs) But, but the biggest thing is you need to set expectations. And by the way, I love this question because this goes for all areas of business. Sometimes you're going to have a partner that you're like, hey, what if this and then that, right? Or you're going to have an acquisition specialist who says, hey, what if this or that, right? And so you want to get out all these things out front with a broker. A broker is a partner in your business. And what I mean by that, they may not be like a 50% partner, but you are partnered with them, right? You are both exchanging value in a relationship. And so what does that take? You want a high level of trust, which means that you do what you say you're going to do and vice versa when you said you were going to do it. So, Zach, if you want to stay out of trouble here, what I would do is, number one, is understand that everything in real estate is negotiable, okay? So, your terms and how you pay your broker is completely negotiable. You got to get all all of this out front in the beginning. So, what I would do is, before I start with an agent, or if you have, I would sit down, I'd go out to lunch, and I'd set the expectation of your relationship. And I would say, hey, listen, you know, the vast majority of stuff, I expect you to be able to net more than I'm netting by selling to my own cash buyer list, right? That's why I hired you, right? It's your job to get me more money. That's why you're getting paid, right? I mean, this makes sense. (laughs) If you're not getting me more, then why would we work together? So obviously they're going to say, of course, that's my job to get you more. Great. I'm glad that we have this understanding. So sometimes, I'm going to get an offer from one of my cash buyers that's going to be a higher net than the offer that we're going to bring here, right? For those deals, I want the opportunity just to cancel our agreement for that deal. Is that okay? Now, you're going to hear one of two things. You're going to hear either, yes, that is okay, or two, no, that's not okay. I put in a bunch of work. So at that point, guess what? I'm going to, uh, you're going to have to make a decision. Now. If you're giving them a lot of volume, you're sending them two, three, four deals a month, they shouldn't care. Uh, And if they don't, maybe you should have a backup broker on speed dial. However, let me give you an alternative win-win solution. I'm always looking for win-win solutions, right? When I say, when I brag about loving negotiation, 
It's not about me beating down the other person and getting the lowest price possible, the best terms possible all the time. It's about collaborating and how could you both win here? So for me, I like my broker to do a lot of the work. I like them to pretty much be my dispositions manager. So I like them to go get pictures for the property. I like them to work with my inspector to get an inspection for the property. I like them to handle the showing when I have all of my buyers there and even my own buyers and their buyers there at the same time and create a cattle call and create competition. I also like them to handle some work if I'm gonna empty out a property or if I buy it. So they're a valued person in my company. So I might have the expectation, hey, look, if I sell this to my own buyer, you may not get the commission. However, however, I will pay you 1500 bucks a part of the deal or a thousand or 500 or 750, whatever you're comfortable with, because you showed it, you scheduled the inspection, you took pictures, you helped create the frenzy, and you've helped me on all these other deals, right? Just make sure that you are giving them work to take off your plate. And so that way you're still compensating them for the deal. All right. Now, why wouldn't, you know, most people don't think about this because they're like, oh, I I don't know. This might be an awkward conversation. I don't know how my real estate agent is going to react. And I can tell you that most people, when they feel like there's a confrontation coming, they'll be like, they'll call the real estate agent and they'll just give some weird, like not direct, you know, subtle, maybe passive aggressive you know, I'm going to slip it in here, you know, kind of thing. So like, hey, listen, I found a buyer for this one. So uh, I'll catch you on the next one. And your real estate agent's like, uh, 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 okay, what does that mean? No, forget all that. You need to be direct. And so that's where I would say is have the lunch and say, listen, I'm going to have some deals where you're not going to be the highest, right? And I've got my buyers over here. So here's what I'd like to do. Obviously, I value your work. And I think that, I don't know, 90% of the time, you're going to bring someone in and you're going to earn that commission. But for the ones that don't, I want to let you know that I appreciate all the work that you do, right? You're showing it, you're talking to the buyers, maybe you're negotiating with the buyers, you're handling cleanup when I needed to. So how about I pay you on those 500 or 750 or 1,000 bucks, it depends on how much the work they're doing, or 1,500 on the deals that you're involved in, right? But you don't bring a buyer. Is that okay? Could we partner in that way? And guess what? They're most likely going to say yes, all right. If you're doing three deals, let's say that happens three times a month, which it shouldn't, but let's say it did. That's 2,100 bucks, right? Of work that you did not have to do. And when you do that, you build trust. I can tell you that in my personal life and business life, initially, I throw people off guard with my directness, right? They're like, whoa, I can't believe that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> but over time, Man, I've built a lot of trust with a lot of people because they know that what I say is what I mean, right? I'm not holding anything back and I say what's on my mind. And so when you do that, you're gonna build a stronger bond with your broker and you guys can do a lot more deals together. And I can tell you, teamwork makes the dream work. So do not be working against your broker, work in line and you both will make a ton of money. Hook up with me and wholesalingandgroup.com. And if you got a question, call 619-494-1691. Leave a message and maybe we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. I'll talk to you on the next episode. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. 
We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.